0: rage. Surprise, I'm alive, he whispered. But then, I'll bet you've known all along that I didn't die in that boating accident. Hey, you're psychic, after all. But you sure hoped I was dead, didn't you? Well, I'm here. I won't stay long. Just stopped in to let you know that you lost and I won. Are you listening, you son of a bitch? Quinn's eyelids twitched. One withered hand moved slightly. Lander smiled. A euphoric satisfaction twisted and melded with the old fury. So you can hear me, he said. That's good, because I want you to go to your grave knowing that I know everything. How you lied to me, how you tried to cheat me out of my inheritance. Everything. I'm on the trail of that lab notebook. I've traced it to the Pacific Northwest, Once I have that book, I'll be able to find that lost mine. Quinn's eyelids fluttered and opened part way. Faded gray eyes, glazed with morphine and the oncoming chill of death, looked up at Lander. No, Quinn rasped. A couple of years ago, I found the one crystal that you kept as a souvenir. What's more, I've learned how to use it to commit the perfect murder. I've run a number of successful experiments so far. Very useful, that crystal. But now I'm going after the whole damn mine full of those stones, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. No, listen. You're a dead man, or you will be very soon. They probably got a pool going out there at the nurse's station, betting on whether or not you'll make it through the night. Lab book is psi-coded. The breath rattled in Quinn's chest. Try to break it, and you'll destroy your senses. Maybe kill yourself. I heard the rumors about the code, Lander said. But I haven't told you the best part yet. I've already located a codebreaker in Seattle. She's a freelancer in the underground hotbooks market. I'm going to use her to acquire the book for me and break the encryption. Sort of a two-for-one deal. Quinn stared at him with an expression of gathering horror. Lander smiled, pleased. You don't fear death, but you're terrified that I'll get my hands on that lab notebook, aren't you? He said. And I will, old man, I will. I am so very close. No, Quinn wheezed. You don't understand. The crystals are dangerous. You can't reopen the mine. The Phoenix mine was my inheritance. You had no right to keep it from me. But I'm going to find it now. I've been working on my plan for months. Now everything is in place in Seattle. I almost wish you were going to live long enough to see me reopen that mine. Almost. Gwyn moved his head restlessly on the pillow. You don't know what you're doing. You're wrong. Lander stepped back from the bed. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to claim what belongs to me. Please, listen. Goodbye, you pathetic bastard. Lander started to turn away but paused, eyeing the IV lines. You know, it's tempting to put a pillow over your face and finish you off right now. But I want you to have a little more time to think about how you failed to cheat me out of what's mine. I want you to suffer a little longer, Dad. Lander turned on his heel and walked swiftly out of the room. If he stayed for even another minute, he would give in to the rage and the urge to pull the plug on the old man. Once out in the hall, he went quickly toward the elevators. He could feel the eyes of the medical staff boring into his back. Screw them. He was never going to see any of them again. In room 322, Quinn's head cleared a little as he raised what was left of his old talent. The effort dumped a small jolt of adrenaline into his bloodstream, countering the effects of the drugs. After three fumbling attempts, he managed to press the call button. The nurse appeared. Quinn dredged up the name out of his failing memory banks. Nathan, he rasped. Are you in pain, Mr. Knox? Nathan came to stand beside the bed. I can give you another injection. Forget the damn drugs. Help me make a phone call.